We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, here we go. 940, 20 till 10. Big news when it comes to the Saints, at least being reported by a couple of reliable sources. Deuce McAllister joins us now. We all know who he is. Hey, Deuce, how are you? So am I a reliable source? Were you talking? You, Deuce, I would take a bullet for you. <laughs> I would trust you with my checkbook. You know what I think hey, of wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. You no, know, no, no bullets need to be taken. No, no bullets but you need know, to be taken. you know what I think of you. I hope you do. Um, no, you I know do. why? Because you're the real deal. And 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 inevitably throughout my career, it's always been the same. The people that are the real deal, they are the nicest, most down to earth people that you ever want to meet. It's the wannabes that give you the trouble. <laughs> Anyway, tell me about uh, Derek Carr. Do you think this is going to happen? Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I think, you know, obviously the two sides have talked numerous times. The last uh, previous times were, you know, at the combine. uh, uh, And now it's probably, I don't want to call it even a financial commitment from the Saints, but that's one of the things that we know that they have to get worked out uh, for Derek and and, and the Saints. And so I do think it's something that uh, we, we should see uh, being announced and, uh, you know, happening fairly soon. We, Tim tells me they, they're, the internet chatter is that it's going to be a four-year deal. Um, tell me about the Derek Carr being a, a fit for the Saints at quarterback. Uh, he's definitely a fit. I mean, I think uh, when you look at some of the things that he does well, you know, and uh, I wouldn't really necessarily look at this past year totally. I think when you look at it overall, uh, he's going to give you some consistency. Uh, at the quarterback position, he's going to be able to come in and be a leader for you uh, at that position. And so I think overall, uh, he's a guy that uh, Dennis Allen actually drafted. So he's very familiar with him uh, in that standpoint. So I think that that's probably some of the biggest things that you have uh, with him overall. I mean, you can look at it and try to dissect his game. Uh, and, and, and really, you know, I think to a point that's probably fair and unfair, Um because he won't be in the same type of system. You will put him in a system that you think he can succeed in, you know, so for the Saints offensively, they'll change a little bit and, you know, try to play to his strengths. I think the biggest things when you look at him is you just want some consistency out of him as far as from that quarterback position. I think that's what the Saints uh, lacked overall when you look at the year um, completely last year. So how, what would that look like? Do you change how? Well, I, I think when you t- talk about changes, what are his strengths? What are the things that he likes to do? Does he like to throw outside the numbers? Does he like to throw the deep ball? Does he like to have movement in the pocket? You know, I know some of the times that he has struggled, and I'll talk about the negatives first, uh, is with pressure up the middle. Well, the Saints, you know, traditionally they have been a team that were heavier inside, and, you know, you had elite tackles, and you still have that in Ryan, and you, you hope to have that in that left tackle position uh, going forward. But you have to solidify the inside for him and that that goes back to even when Drew was at the quarterback position I think that he has struggled when he has gotten pressure inside you know and so for him be able to distribute the football get it to your playmakers on the outside but also let him be able to get some rhythm going offensively and so those are things that he can do well you know I think that he can be a leader uh you know not only of of a team but uh of, of an offense and that's what this team needs the most from its quarterback position so how do the Saints solidify the inside for him 
Oh, I think that you're fine at the center position. Uh, you've got you've got to solve some problems or some issues that you had uh, at, at those guard positions. And you know, technically, right now you have both of those guys returning. Uh, Cesar Ruiz uh, being took a leap last year uh, at his position, and Andres Pete. You know, he's dealt with some injuries over the last couple of years. It'd be interesting to see what the Saints do there. You know, if they, uh, you know, I think when Andres is healthy, you know, he's an outstanding, an outstanding player for you. But he's been banged up the last couple of years. And so be interesting to see what they do at that position, you know, if they try to uh, maybe draft or free agency or, you know, they, they, they hold pad and say, hey, look, maybe another year uh, working with Coach uh, Doug Marone helps, you know, continues to help both of those guys. We'll kind of we'll, – we'll, 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 you'll have an answer for that probably, you know, not only before the draft, but uh, – which is, you know, late April. You'll, you'll probably know something – in that situation, you know, free agency and, and or draft. Is there, as Keith Jackson used to say, a big ugly that the Saints would be interested in in the first round? I think yes and no. Uh, there's a couple guys that they would definitely like. I don't know how deep overall offensive line is at this position. And, mm-hmm. you know, for the Saints, um, I think that they have some other needs that they've got to probably address before they go and draft a guy offensive lineman at that uh, at the number one pick, you know, at 29 right now. But, yeah, there are a couple prospects that, you know, would be be intriguing. But I think they have some other needs that they probably need to address, whether that's via free agency and or draft. So what happens now? What's it like for a player to come in? He sits down with Pete Carmichael. Pete Carmichael explains the offense to him or shows him what they're doing. I mean, obviously, you know, there's only so many things, and Derek's been in the league, what, nine years? So just talk a little bit about that whole process, if you would, and, and how they construct. If Derek Carr signs, every indication is that he is. How do you go about constructing an offense between now and the first game of the season? Well, I think the the biggest thing is they did a lot of that when he came and met with them for a, the, the couple of days that he was here in New Orleans. I think, you know, uh, to see him again up in Indy, you know, I don't want to call it that they got on the whiteboard and, and went through plays and anything of that nature again. I doubt it. But he would he would basically get the playbook. Hey, look, these are our base plays. But also, Derek, what plays did do you like? And that, that probably already has happened. You know, that, 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 that has already happened when that, that first meeting. And so from that standpoint, they will kind of construct offense based off of those concepts. Now, they won't completely change what they do from a concept situation, but they will add plays or concepts that he likes. And so for, for Derek, the other part of it now is getting familiar with the verbiage. You know, this is how they call plays. This is the terminology that they use. He may have come uh, – I know uh, the, the uh, Raiders system – was technically New England, but, you know, he may have come from a numbered system. And so instead of numbers, the Saints use a lot of words. They do use numbers for certain things, but they use a lot of words. So it's him getting familiar with those words and different numbering system, how they call plays, et cetera. What receivers is this good news for? What receivers bad news for? I don't think it's bad for any, you know, receivers. Anytime that you kind of know who the quarterback is going to be, I think, you know, now the next step for for them is reaching out to each other and say, hey, look, you know, when are you available? Maybe let's let's get to know each other a little bit better. And, you know, not necessarily saying the workouts start now, Mm -hmm. but let's get to know each other a little bit better and see if it's something that, uh, you know, maybe maybe we can work together and maybe some things that you like that you want me to kind of change up. And I just want to get to know you personally. And that'll start happening. But uh, I don't think it's bad. For, for any of them at this point yet. 
you know, I think the question mark becomes now, you know, what, what, what happens with Michael Thomas? It's not a foregone conclusion that he will be released totally, but, you know, maybe this entices both parties to say, hey, look, let's wow. see if we can make this work maybe one more time. That That is very interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we, we know that the, the restructure earlier this year freed up some capital for them to be able to go out and operate and maybe do it feel like they are, they're, they're presenting now currently. And here's the other thing uh, with, with, with Derek. You know, currently the Saints would be over the salary cap once the new league year starts. Well, the new league year starts doesn't start until next week. Mm-hmm. You know, the Saints still have funds available for this year to be able to sign Derek Carr. Uh, and so the interesting piece will be how that contract is structured. And so I think that's the biggest thing uh, for both parties, how that contract is structured, what kind of guaranteed money uh, uh, are the saints giving and how much is he getting, but how that contract is structured because they can sign him today and not have any issues. They have to be under the cap by next week. It's not, you know, they, they, they still have funding available to sign players uh, for this calendar year. The new calendar year for, for the Saints and everybody else, it starts next week. That's where they have to be cap compliant. You think T- uh, Taysom Hill was part of the conversation between the Saints and Derek Carr where, you know, maybe something was said like, look, I, I'm not going to play first and second down and then we're going to try this. Or how do you think that was all handled? And and what is no, Taysom's role going to be? He's done it before. Uh, you, you, he, he he did that a couple of years ago when when John Gruden was a uh, was the coach when they opened up the new stadium because they had Marcus Mariota. So he's uh-huh. done it before. Maybe not as much as you know you would have a situation when Taysom would come in now for the Saints, but he's done that before. So it's not it's not it wouldn't be anything new to him to have another quarterback to come in and 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 kind of be the running quarterback. Overall, how many more wins does this give us? You think? And look, this nobody knows, right? We we yeah, you win a Super I mean, Bowl next year, you, you know, go zero and seventeen. Who knows? It's the biggest thing. But I, I I want a healthy Saints team, and you know, you know that you won't have every guy available for the complete season. But you know, not to get hit by major injuries, and then you just want consistency at the quarterback position. If you can have that, you know, your needle right now from just talent based alone, you got to be anywhere between seven to maybe 11, uh, just depending on what happens, you know, depending on what happened with, with, with your health and the health across the board. I mean, but that, that's where you are. The question is, though, between that, 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 that uh, seven to 12 or seven to 11, how many of those games can you close? How many of those games can you close and actually win and not go, you know, uh, of those four or five games, not go 0 for 4, not go 0 for 5? You know, can you be 3 and 2 in those games? Can you be 4 and 1 in those games? I mean, that, that that's kind of where you sit right now. Is um, Derek Carr a closer? Is he a closer? Yeah. Yes, the question becomes, does he elevate the, the, the players around him? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what you want to see. Can he elevate the players around him? Uh, can he make those other guys better? That's the question. Um, there was one other question I had for you, and I forgot what the hell it was. Give me a second here, Deuce. It'll come up because I had a thousand of them running in my mind. Um, anything I'm missing that he, you wanted to mention? He, he makes you a better football team. He makes you a better football team today. The question is how many does that does that equate into wins? And you you really don't know that at this point. Oh, oh I know some other pieces. There's still some other pieces that they have to put uh, to this puzzle. I mean, this definitely helps the puzzle, but this puzzle is definitely not complete as far as looking into this upcoming season. There's still some pieces that they need to add. I remember what it was. What about Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston? What happens to them? 
Well, Andy's not on the contract after the season. I mean, so Andy would, you know, they would have to work out something uh, with him. Jameis is, but I think, you know, this probably closes the book on, on Jameis Winston here in New Orleans just because, you know, he wanted to be the starting quarterback, not in the situation where he comes in and competes. And I think that, you know, pretty much closes the book with Jameis in New Orleans. Any final thoughts, Deuce? Uh, I think it's an intriguing piece. I think it's one that, you know, I know that they're excited to get done. Uh, probably should have been done before now, but, you know, it's obviously uh, not too late. doesn't hurt you in that sense. And, you know, you still get an opportunity to be able to go out and uh, recruit some other free agents because, like I said, this the, they, they definitely need some, some, more, some more guys to be able to step in and, and help out. What do you think changed his mind, Derek Carr? What was the factor if you had to pick one guess? I don't think it changed his mind, but money. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, money. It always helps. It always does help. Yeah it, yeah, it definitely helps. I don't think it changed his mind. I think he was always intrigued uh, just because of the level of, of, of talent and comfort uh, that he would have in that system, you know, but I think money definitely, the, the you, know, thing you can I, say what you want to say, but, yeah, that, that definitely helps. The other thing I would change, Deuce, is lots and lots and lots of money. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that definitely helps. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. All right. Thank Always you, guys. It's a pleasure. All right, Deuce McAllister, 9.53, 7 till 10. We'll find out what Noel Norman's got planned for us when we come back today here uh, Today, here, here on WWL.